This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors in the financial industry. Outer Blue by Amundi. Welcome to Blue Convictions, monthly market analysis and asset allocation views. I'm your host, Tom Burgess-Watson, and each month I'll be joined by Monica Defend, Global Head of Research here at Amundi. Hello, and thank you for joining us for this month's Blue Convictions podcast. Amundi has just published the latest edition of its monthly Global Investment Views, which addresses the issue of rising volatility in the equity markets. This new October edition can be found on the Amundi Research Centre website. Well, to talk us through it, I'm joined now by Monica Defen, the Global Head of Research here at Amundi. Hi there, Monica. Hi, Tom. Could you start, as usual, by just giving us the latest news on the markets this past month? Thank you, Tom. September has been quite rich in terms of uh, uh, events and, uh, and news released. Uh, on the economic front, uh, we have we've seen it is a Q3 technical rebound that actually exceeded our expectations, in particular in the U.S. when you look at the GDP, unemployment, uh, retail figures. Turning into the policy boosters, we've seen uh, the central banks that uh, seems not to be in a hurry uh, in order to, to do more. While on the fiscal side, we've been a little bit disappointed, I would say, from the evolution uh, in, the, in the U.S. Uh, with this uh, low visibility on the phase four deal. But also recent talks uh, uh, in the EU area are a matter of, uh, of concern. Then we have obviously Brexit, that is uh, back uh, center stage, the U.S. election, and last but not least, uh, the recent news flows on uh, on COVID-19. And as such, markets have been uh, have been reacting, with some investors repositioning, in particular in the in the U.S. equity market, where uh, the big tech um, names were definitely uh, overcrowded. So we are seeing this correction. But we also welcome uh, this correction because, according to us, is uh, rebalancing some of the extreme positionings we have been uh, accumulating, we have been seeing investors accumulating during the summer. Okay, Monica, extreme policy support and a rather unconventional stance by central banks, which, by the way, is expected to continue, have had the effect of detaching the market from economic reality. Now, which asset classes are benefiting from this context the most, would you say? True. What we are saying is detachment and divergence uh, between uh, macro and uh, and fundamentals uh, is uh, quite of astonishing, and uh, there has been uh, this uh, extremely confidence and reliance of investors uh, on on risky assets. So equity, credit in particular, but also gold has been uh, the asset classes that have been uh, supported the most uh, from this uh, confidence on. Monetary policy accelerators, credit in particular, I think has been the asset class uh, that has been benefiting the most. Okay, Monica, let's turn our eye now to credit. The fundamentals remain weak while the technicals remain strong. Could you tell us more about why you think that is? I think that really September showed us how markets are vulnerable. Uh, to possible corrections, depending on the evolution of the recovery and the accommodation uh, narrative. And this is key uh, for the credit markets. If uh, we look 
at the level of spreads that widen a bit uh, during the, the the last month, but uh, are really below the level that we've been seeing uh, at the uh, at the end of June, uh, for example. State guarantees on on one side and monetary policy support, in particular uh, through the uh, purchasing program, are the two uh, key support. I mean, the two key support uh, to the uh, to the credit uh, to the credit front. So. It has been really difficult for us to make a proper top-down assessment on the asset class because net-net, we have poor visibility. Um, We we expect to have more visibility entering 2021 when at least uh, on the fiscal side, on the state uh, guarantee, Guarantees we expect them uh, to to fade away, and this uh, might prove to be an important test uh, for the for the credit market when it goes to liquidity and solvency. Okay, so this being the case, is now the time to be focusing on equities. We never give up on on equity. The reason being that uh, low interest rates are so low that you really need uh, to look for asset classes that provides you with uh, some uh, some yield. So during the quarter, while we have been maintaining um, an overall underweight, uh, we've been uh, quite active in the relative space to preserve the the risk balance on one side, but to exploit uh, the uh, potential returns uh, amid these dispersions uh, of returns that uh, policy boosters uh, have been uh, have been creating. Creating. Um, if we look at fundamentals uh, on the earning per share front, uh, we are seeing a revert a, rever- a reversion in the um, EPS revisions, uh, for example, um, and also in terms of expected growth, uh, we think that. More Moving forward, uh, we're going to uh, see uh, a positive uh, uh, and incremental uh, uh, increase uh, on the EPS, which uh, is for us, you know, some kind of uh, uh, light uh, in in the tunnel, uh, in the tunnel, uh, looking to um, an improvement of, of fundamentals that will be will be key. Having said that, we remain cautious. After the big rally that we've seen, we continue uh, to push this uh, kind of barbell strategy, which sees uh, an, a preference for solid defensive stock on one side and quality uh, cyclicals. We focus on resilient, non-disrupted business models and balance sheets that, that are strong. So the point here is that so far uh, we've been bottom-up, selective on equity. Uh, if uh, the um, fundamentals profile improves as, uh, as we do expect, we might, um, we might turn into a rotation uh, of risks more, um, more uh, orientated to, to equity than to credit aid, for example. Amundi's views mention asymmetric profiles concerning credit and equities. What are you referring to here? Yeah, this is exactly uh, what uh, I was uh, referring to in in my latest uh, answer. Basically, if you look at the current condition, actually we are at the end uh, of a very um, unusual recession and we are entering an unusual recovery. It, it is unusual uh, because rates are extremely low. 
valuation on the equity uh, front are extreme, in particular in certain pockets of the of the markets and spreads. When you look, for example, at credit yield spreads are super compressed uh, because of the um, intervention of the of the monetary policy. So, having in mind a rebound in uh, in fundamentals. Well, this levels with a risk return profile that seems to be uh, more a bidding on the equity than on the yield space, for example. And this is uh, the uh, asymmetricity uh, that, uh, that we have in mind. Okay, Monica, it appears that China is emerging as the growth engine, isn't it? Definitely it is. It is not only China, it's more broadly North Asia, so I would include also Korea and, and Taiwan. Um, if we look in particular to China, we have seen uh, um, a spectacular string uh, of data. Uh, look at the industrial production, retail sales, uh, um, two days ago the, the PMIs. So uh, this is really uh, creating an appetite for the emerging market. We have been, uh, um, we've been uh, positioning for the first in, first out, which proved to be the case for, for China. And the situation in China has been improving in a, in a remarkable way, uh, such that also the policymakers are going to take a pause, ready to intervene if it needed, but taking a pause for the time being. So this is opening an appetite for the emerging market, the full spectrum, uh, equity, effects, uh, the US dollar uh, weakening uh, has been, is definitely uh, support and emerging uh, local currency uh, on the on the bond profile is something that we are looking at and in the credit space we do believe that there is some further little room for IED to tighten. Are there any other convictions or observations you'd like to share with regard to the markets, Monica? Yes, COVID-19 actually accelerated the path from a digital economy to, to a green one. Uh, we're seeing an acceleration of uh, digital, think about uh, smart working, for example, and online shopping. And this has been quite supportive for the big tech companies. Now, the new uh, phase of the uh, COVID-19 uh, pandemic is the orientation towards uh, a green economy. If uh, we look at what the uh, EU institutions, uh, policymakers uh, are doing, both uh, on the uh, ECB front, but also uh, on the on the Council, the, there is this uh, strong attention uh, to um, address uh, the recovery and to channel the uh, recovery through a more green um, green uh, green economy and this is opening and paving the way to green stocks green bonds and more recently uh, we are also seeing the US company um, looking uh, at the uh, ESG matters so they are now increasingly moving to to close the gap with best-in-class uh, global ESG leaders as asset owners' demand has been further reinforced by the crisis. So green is uh, the, the next wave. Okay, and just lastly, in light of what you've told us, what are the key asset allocation views for this month, Monica? We think we are going to keep uh, our broadly uh, neutral positive risk exposure uh, to risk asset with a preference uh, obviously for uh, the investment grade in the in the 
EU space. Uh, in the credit, we are becoming more and more uh, selective with the preference for triple B uh, and double B. We maintain uh, our broadly uh, loan duration, although we have been trimming recently uh, the, the positioning uh, on, on that front, um, with uh, uh, a preference for uh, US, uh, the US Treasury, uh, where we do expect, uh, uh, at least in the short term, a contained steepening uh, uh, long peripherals, because uh, uh, the political risk has been uh, evaporating somewhat, and a short uh, on the on the core front. Well, thank you very much indeed for that, Monica Defend, the global head of research here at Amundi. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tom. Thank you all, and talk to you next month. And that's all for this month's Blue Convictions podcast. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is only for the attention of professional investors as defined in Directive 2004-39-EC, dated 21st of April 2004, on markets in financial instruments called MIFID, investment services providers, and any other professional of the financial industry. Views are subject to change and should not be relied upon as investment advice on behalf of Amundi.